Hi, dear friend. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. Now, dear friend, you are listening to Fabiano Nyonguru here in South Australia, working within the studios of Faith FM, within the Seventh-day Adventist Church, and we're so glad that you have tuned in. And uh, we will be able to, we'll be spending the next hour with you as we look at uh, important Bible uh, topics and as we address uh, important questions, uh, and relevant questions, by the way. Now, this week we've been exploring the theme, the church and creation in a post-biblical era. And the topic of today is a question which is, what do the Gospels say about biblical creation? Now, the Gospels being the four uh, books um, which primarily focus on the life of Christ, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. And so that is the question. What do the Gospels. Oh, in other words, you could actually uh, put it this way. Hey, does the New Testament has anything to say about the creation? And so really, that's where we'll be heading. And I have, once again, my good friend, Pastor Hugh Heenan, uh, who'll be able to lead us and guide us in the discussion and the study. Uh, and we're so glad you're back, Pastor Hugh. You were not well uh, <laughs> last week. Yes, I wasn't very well <laughs> at all. I'm really thankful, Fabiana, that you've, you filled in. And uh, when, when I say filled in, I mean, there's nothing to fill in. Fabiana, <laughs> all by himself, is more than capable of, of operating everything in the studio as well as sharing uh, some really timely and uh, relevant word for today but uh, it is good to be back with Fabiano because we are good friends and we love working together in here in the studio and it's really right. really great that we get to share timeless truth that, that continues to have particular relevance to our lives right here and now so so yes a great topic really looking forward to seeing mm. our teeth into this one today yeah and and I think this is re- relevant uh, pastor simply because Today, uh, there's a lot of talk about, hey, the flood wasn't there. You know, it's a made up story. Oh, uh, do you really believe in the six literal days of creation? You know, there's a lot of questions today and, mm. uh, understandably mm. so simply because obviously the influx of, uh, different theories. Um, and I call them theories because they're still called theories. <laughs> um, and, uh, because of, uh, I guess, um, you know, these days, uh, uh, a lot of people are reading and searching and asking a lot of important questions. And so, mm. It's, it's, it's very much understandable as to why people would actually have those questions. I think it is good that we actually revisit some of these so, so, so we can maybe, uh, um, um, once again have our foundation strengthened once again by the word of God. Uh, and so, uh, in fact, before we go further, I'd just like to remind those who are listening that you can listen to other topics re- uh, under the same theme, which uh, were uh, uh, aired and recorded uh, for you, uh, left there on the Faith FM uh, website, which is faithfm.com.au, for you to re-listen to uh, if you've missed them. You just need to look for the drive time program and you'll be able to listen to the previous programs. Uh, and not only that, well, let's say you may not have uh, a good coverage, uh, uh, signal, uh, in your radio. Um, you can actually get the Faith FM up. And on the Faith FM app, you'll be able to listen to uh, the radio live and actually listen to other programs as well, as well as uh, uh, put on some reminders and things like that as well. So, hey, the Faith FM app uh, will be worth having. Uh, once again, you may be interested in uh, uh, chatting or raising questions or even sending prayer requests to us while we are live. The number which you need to have in order to reach us is the number 04888. 80811. So please do keep that number nearby. 04-888-80811. So friends, let's uh, get started. But hey, before we could actually dig deeper into the topic, I just thought, hey, why don't we uh, look at what's happening around the world and, uh, and, uh, you know, maybe see whether there's a point of, um, of discussion, maybe something that might be related to what we are studying today. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, I found an interesting article, um, and it's quite a lengthy uh, article and uh, covered by Time magazine. And rather than 
uh, reading everything to you. I'll just read a few snippets here and there. Uh, and, uh, maybe I'll get Pastor Hugh as well to comment on this a bit and, uh, and see where we go with this. <laughs> and so the, I'm really glad to hear you talking about Time magazine. I mean, that was my very first ever magazine that I subscribed right. to when I was a young person. Yes. And uh, <laughs> of all things to subscribe to, but, but yeah. back in its heyday of the 1990s and before that. So it's, yeah, it's a great, uh, has been a great magazine. Hopefully, yes. hopefully that, uh, my estimation of the magazine will stay just as high as <laughs> you right. shared what right. you're about to share. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. What the title to the article says, Scientists Sound the Alarm mm. Over a Growing Trash Problem in Space. Mm. That's quite interesting. Mm. A trash problem in space. <laughs> I thought we had enough problems of trash. Uh, here we're we're the, trashing the earth, the earth exactly. enough as it is, little alone space. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that's right. quite interesting. So mm. here the author says, uh, this is uh, uh, Jeffrey Kluger uh, writing on March the 13th, uh, 2023 at exactly 10.59 a.m. <laughs> so he says, 66 years ago, there was just a single human built object on uh, in earth uh, orbit in Earth orbit. Okay, uh, it was Sputnik, the Soviet Union's, and the world's first satellite launched on October fourth, nineteen fifty-seven. And then he goes on to talk about, hey, you know, the the the, ama- the, the wonder and the amazements of obviously having things like uh, roam around the space and how that's quite interesting and how that has uh, uh, helped us. But then he goes on to say. Uh, that um, uh, he rather poses a question, which says, um, uh, the question goes like this, and uh, now take a moment and try to guess how many objects, including active satellites, uh, uh, defunct satellites, and bits of debris from all of that space traffic are currently in circulating the planet. He says, hey, take a guess. And he says, um, are would you ready? And then would, he says, would it be millions? Very small, actually. Oh, <laughs> really? A it's, 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 there's a whole lot more. There's a whole lot oh, more. Oh. And I was shocked wow. as well, right? Yes. So he says your answer. Well, he says your answer is <laughs> wrong in the article. He says, oh, let's put it this way. It's wrong unless the figure you've guessed is 100 trillion. I said, 100 what? trillion. Wow. And this is trash. And, oh, is, did he say trash? Oh, well, okay. Objects circulating, including, okay, uh, mm, trash, wow. uh, so, uh, uh, stuff that are out there. That is a huge number. And I thought, yeah. I thought, uh, my kid's bedroom was bad enough. <laughs> out of space. This That's is right. out of control. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> and I'm thinking, man, yeah, uh, what future ramifications could this bring? Mm. That got me worried, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, we talk about protecting the planet. Mm-hmm. I think we really need to protect the, uh, the outer space <clears throat> as well. Yeah. The atmosphere, the exactly. troposphere, the, yeah. the, 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 uh, yeah, right out there in outer space. That's right. I mean, we it's need to be thinking about these unbelievable. things. Unbelievable. So, yeah. yeah. So apparently the researchers report that there are currently 9,000 active satellites in orbit. Mm. A number expected to grow over 60,000 by 2030. If, if there's only 9,000 active satellites, I wonder, yeah, all these other bits and pieces. Uh, obviously, if you're interested in the article, you can read there. But he says here the 100 trillion figure includes everything from spent boosters and stray mm. bolts and uh, tomato flakes and so forth. But, but, but uh, down uh, the article, he actually did, did, does say. Did he find my socks? <laughs> 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 maybe, maybe, maybe he needs a bigger uh, telescope. Who knows? Okay, <laughs> I don't know, but but yeah, but that really worried me to to, to hear the amount of stuff that are out there. Um, well, I'll just leave it there. Really, I, 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 I didn't really want to dig deep into the the article, but I just wanted to say, hey, uh, today mm. we speak a lot about climate change, protecting the planet. Uh, we talk about um, yeah, the fact that uh, 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 this Earth is becoming uh, well. Uh, inhabitable, if that's a word, I don't know. Um, mm. and no, well, the opposite of <coughs> habiting. So uninhabitable, uninhabitable. Well, All right. Yeah. There you go. Uh, and, uh, you know, people speak about finding another place out there, mm. out of space. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. We're already trashing out of space. And yes. Well, that's and right. so, yeah, I'm wondering exactly what solution is there <laughs> as far as to, as far as uh, protecting not just the environment, but hey, the, 
out of space as well. Well, it's funny you should say that because I mean, it's always been uh, yeah, uh, postulated by those that uh, that say, look, the solution to our problems on on terra firma on planet Earth is to leave yeah, this planet, e- eject go, from this planet, yeah, eject. That's right. <laughs> Press that 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 uh, boost to that ejection seat and, and find yourself out on another planet that's inhabitable. I mean, surely there's there's uh, there's billions of galaxies. So yeah. it's literally out there, there must be yeah. uh, various different spiral galaxies uh-huh. and and and, uh, and solar type systems where there's going to be other inhabitable planets and so yeah. let's just go find ourselves one of those but of course what it uh, I mean at at, um, at at the very least yes. those various different planets they're going to be planets that uh, we don't know what the mm. ramifications would be of us yes. even you know, setting foot right, uh, upon right. them and, and what would then flow on from there and what, exactly. the, what would that mean for us and what we'd bring back to Earth I mean there's, there's countless uh, uh, sci-fi films out there now about <laughs> these sort of things right yes, but, yes. but at the end of the day uh, those who are a clear and in, insightful thinkers mm. always come back to the fact, well, if we leave this planet and yeah. we go to another planet uh-huh. and, and inhabit it, then we're just going to repeat the same problems all yeah, over again. That's right. You know, when, when we move house from one house to the other, yeah. um, it's sad to say that uh, some of the habits that we have go with us from that house exactly. to the next house. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, how much more so when you have billions mm. of people yeah. and, and yeah. or even just simply thousands and you, yeah. you're, you're leaving <laughs> on some sort of spaceship to go yeah. to some other planet. You yeah. are just simply exporting your problems mm. and expanding your problems. That's right. Uh, so much more so. And, and so at the end of the day, it's not about finding a new place. Yeah. It's about being a new person. Right. Oh, that's that's big. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's really yeah. where it's at is that yeah. we need to change. Yes. We don't need to find a change of view. Uh-huh. We need to change ourselves. Ooh, now, we can't definitely. change ourselves. Mm. What I'm trying to say is that, that uh-huh. we need to be changed. Oh, we need to be changed. Yeah, yes. That's right. We yeah. need to deal with the root of the problem, isn't it? That's yeah. right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, get into yeah. that root canal surgery. It's <laughs> that's hurtful. It. It's painful. But in, at the end of the day, yeah. some things need to be removed. Mm. Other things need to be replaced. Yeah. And the whole thing needs to be redeemed. Wow. And, and that's certainly true when it comes to our relationship with God. And he's yes. in the business of, <clears throat> of, of performing uh, uh, impeccable dentistry of yes. divine surgery uh, mm. and being able to to change our lives from the inside out yes. not from the outside in we're always looking outwards oh yeah always. and ever more so <laughs> outwards towards these different galaxies and That's planets right. for solutions but really at the end of the day it needs to be the work that only God can do within each one of us. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's interesting how you bring out actually this point that actually th- I, I think um, rather than thinking of a uh, an escape solution, mm. we just think about a, uh, uh, what should we call it, uh, 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 a total fix sort of type of solution where we mm. deal with the actual, with the real problem, not necessarily yes. the, uh, 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 assumed problem. And so yes. this is, this is amazing, but plus you, it, it yeah. also reminds me, uh, that this issue that we're dealing with mm. started according to scripture at a point in time where Scripture calls it at the creation point, at the beginning point, at least for the life here on earth, right? And, mm. and so I wonder whether, you know, what you were referring to there may be connected uh, oh. to, uh, to this. <laughs> See, folks, this is, this is what I love about Fabiano, is that I, I'm experiencing what you're experiencing live on air right now. And that is that, that Fabian has a, has a unique way and talent of bringing something from way over here on, on one side and then connecting it to our topic. And, <laughs> and it fits together like a hand in a glove. You know, Fabiano, it's so true <clears throat> um, that mm. uh, there needs to be a change that happens within us as created beings. Mm. And that can only happen by that by the hand of the creator yeah uh, but what that's going to need to take on our on our part <clears throat> is right. that we we uh, uh, allow god to do the work Amen. in us that's right uh, and through us uh, to take the medicine yeah. We don't always like to take the medicine. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, Mom, Dad, it's, it's, it, I don't like the taste, but you know what? It, it's going to do its work. But and, and not to be simply supine, exactly. but to be submissive in the hands of someone who can actually uh, mm. resolve the issues within us. It's interesting how you mentioned the medicine. I, when I was growing up, I didn't mind inject, the injections. Yes. But talk about the pill. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Did that get caught in your throat, brother? Oh yeah, uh, it seemed like it, so, for some reason it wouldn't go down. It's just yeah, 
Uh, yeah, but you, you're you right. You can tell we're missing each other, folks, can't you? We, we didn't get to see each other or, or hear each other last week, and now we're oh, making up right, for lost time. That's right. We, ah. hope, we hope you enjoy these broadcasts as much as we do. Amen, amen. Yeah. And so, friends, well, thank you for tuning in once again. This is the Faith FM, the Draft Time Program. Uh, and before we could actually plunge into the topic, which is what do the Gospels say about uh, biblical creation, we would like to begin with prayer. We believe in prayer, mm. and so let us pray together. Father in heaven, we thank you for this wonderful time. This is an opportune time, and we pray that as we hear from your word, as you speak through your servant, uh, Pastor Hugh, we pray that uh, we'll be able to hear you speak to each one of us individually. We pray that the Holy Spirit would actually work upon our hearts and impress our minds with thoughts and, and give us clarity, uh, uh, help us to understand uh, what your will is for each one of us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, dear friends, we do have a free giveaway, a wonderful book uh, that is related to the topic. So we will share with you how to get uh, that free offer. But you will need the following number, 04888080811. But before we could get into the topic, let us uh, listen to our first song. This is a song uh, do, uh, titled as Do Not Worry. What an interesting song. So, hey, let's come to the song. And then after the break, uh, we'll be able to plunge straight into uh, uh, today's topic. See the birds that are singing in the spring air They're giving everything they need They don't worry where their next meal will come from They don't worry about a thing So just look around you Try to listen to the song creation sings Don't you worry cause you're in the hands of the God who made everything Perfect reminder. And so, friends, I would like once again to welcome you to Faith FM Drive Time Program. You are listening to Fabiano Nyonghuru here in the studios together with Pastor Hugh Heenan. And Pastor Hugh is a regular uh, uh, co host on this radio program. And we are so thankful uh, that he's with us once again to uh, 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 study from Scripture and address the, uh, the, the question of today, which is what do the Gospels say about biblical creation? under the theme, the church and creation in a post-biblical era. Now, Pastor Hugh, um, as we think about the question of today, 
What do the Gospels say about biblical creation? What is the first thing maybe that comes to your mind (laughs) as you think about that question? (laughs) Yeah, look, I think um, probably the first thing that does come to my mind is uh, the words of the Gospel of John. Uh Uh, Because, you know, over the years I've loved the Gospel of John because of the many interviews, you know, the different little episodes, you could say, of these very very personal, up-close and and interesting conversations Conversations between Jesus and and all manner of different people from all different mm. walks of life. Yes, but what's fascinating about it, I think, there in the Gospel of John is it starts out by talking about essentially, well, mm-hmm. who is Jesus? Yeah, and it it frames that question within the the bounds of well, creation, mm. uh, and that's really interesting. So the Bible itself starts at creation in Genesis when it says, "In the beginning, God made the heavens and the earth." Or in the beginning, God, first of all. Yeah. And then, yes, he made the heavens and the earth and all that in them is. Uh-huh. Um, now, that's that's how the Bible begins. But in John, in God, John's gospel, as he was thinking, and remember now, you know, John was the last person yes. to write a gospel in mm. the New Testament. Uh, because all the other gospel writers, they, they'd written their gospels, uh, they'd gotten their eyewitness accounts, etc., that they needed to, to write that and make it a historical, verifiable, uh, reliable document. Uh, but <clears throat> John, he took a lifetime of thinking about uh, those years that he spent with Jesus. And it's at the end of his, towards the end of his life, say yeah. just, just over 10 years or so before he died, uh-huh. that he thought, how am I going to write this down? Right. Where to begin? Oh, where to begin? Of course. And he began to write from the perspective of creation. Uh-huh. Uh, but in, in the frame of saying, well, who is Jesus? Mm. And so to understand who Jesus is, you yes. need to understand about creation. Right. But to understand about the creation... You also need to understand, well, who is Jesus? Those yeah. two things go yeah. really together. Mm. You know, years ago, I was, um, I, I was in a conversation with someone and it was an on and off conversation all the time, in fact, where, where he and I, uh, we, we'd interact together with each other at, uh, at a, at a Bible study that I was conducting, uh, in a public series that, that, uh, I had the joy of conducting in that particular city. Uh, also, uh, quite often, uh, just simply walking along the road together or picking him up and taking him to his different appointments, uh, yeah. including, uh, shopping, etc., to the supermarket and the like. And, uh, <clears throat> now this was an interesting individual. He lived uh, in an estate that was owned by a particular church, particular Christian church. It's not, not the Christian church that I, I, I worship in, but hey, look, uh, it, it's a uh, they were doing a wonderful work, this wonderful Christian organization, and they provided housing to people who found it difficult to find housing. This is part wonderful. of what, yeah. what the gospel does. It's part of what Jesus does yes. in a person's life and through, right. through his people. Yeah. And and so <clears throat> he was enjoying the benefits of that, but he was a very confused individual. Mm-hmm. And so this, this man was confused. Why do I say he was confused? Well, he was confused because any time the topic turned towards Jesus uh-huh. – there was an opaqueness to to his understanding, mm. and why I say that is because <clears throat> sometimes he would he, he sort of, he would oscillate between different ideas. Sometimes it would be well, he's he was a really great teacher. Okay. Uh, other times he'd say, well, you know, Jesus was just an incredible healer. Wow. He, other times he'd say, he was a really wise man, <laughs> and, and then so, another <laughs> time amazing. he'd say, well, and, and this is where he tended to go a lot of the time. He would yeah. talk about Jesus as being a, uh, I guess, almost like a guru or a mystic. Interesting. And this was his go-to. Uh-huh. But from time to time, he would say, he'd catch himself mm. as he was about to say, and sometimes he would say it and then catch himself afterwards. He'd say, but when I listen to you, when I listen you know, to the Bible, yeah. I can't help but think he was more. Wow. You know, that That's Jesus was more yeah. than those things, and he was all of those things. And I kind of wonder at times whether he was actually God. You know, in, yeah, in human disguise. Yeah, and, and so uh, one day he he started to he started to really go down a rabbit hole when right. with regards to to mysticism and being a guru and so on mm. on the part of Jesus, and and uh, he he was kind of convincing himself. Yes, and uh, I didn't set out to convince him. Uh, I just simply said to him as he was hopping out of the car to go yes. go get some groceries, I said, "There's just one question you need to ask." He he leaned into the car and he, he looked at me. He said, "What's that?" Yeah. And I said to him, the question Jesus wants us to ask is, who do you say that I am? Hmm. And, and it's interesting to me that when Jesus 
raised that question, and by the way, the reaction of, of the gentleman was, oh, no, don't go there. No, don't, 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 go, don't, don't ruin it. You know, uh, uh, you're putting me on the spot now. I said, no, no, I'm just leaving you with him. Yeah. And, and I'm going to let the two of you have that conversation, and we'll pick it up again next time we meet up. Mm, uh, but, mm. but what he was, what, uh, what I find interesting is that the context within which Jesus asked that, he got a particular answer that came back to him. Right. And of course, it was from the Apostle Peter, okay. or he, the one who had become the Apostle Peter. But at the time, he was just simply someone searching for questions, yes. sorry, searching for answers, yes. and sometimes giving them ahead of time. That's right, uh, Peter. But uh, <clears throat> Peter, when he was asked this by Jesus. Uh, who said, well, who, who do people say that I am? Yeah. He said, well, um, you're the Messiah. You are the son of the living God. Wow. Yeah, you, you, are, you, are the, you are virally yeah. you know, from God and, and God. Yes. And, and <clears throat> Jesus, it's interesting his response to, to Peter because he says in Matthew 16 and verse 17, he says, mm. blessed are you. Simon, son of Jonah, because that was his name at the time, was Simon. Okay. Yep. Um, but Jesus then went on to give him the name of Peter, meaning you know, uh, uh, like a like a pebble, but yes. a, but a, you know, more of a sort of a rock, yes. but not the rock. That's right. Um, and he said, "This was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven." Wonderful. Yeah. Interesting. And so, in other yeah. words, <clears throat> he was saying to Peter, he's commending him and saying, "Hey, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, that is who I am." Yeah. He didn't rebuke Peter. He didn't say to Peter, no, no, you got that wrong. He didn't say, you might want to rethink that. No, no, yeah. he, he commended Peter and he said, you're right. You know, this answer is not just something that's emanated from you. It's an yeah. answer that has come from heaven itself. It's come wow. from the Father above. Mm, uh, mm. And, and so Jesus literally is Messiah, <clears throat> Mashiach. Yes. He is uh, the anointed one, Wonderful. the one who was to come, yeah. uh, the one that uh, who had said that I will come to my people. God yeah. himself had said that. Uh, he is the son of the living God. Wow, that's amazing. And, and so he's virally, virally God. Mm. Now, it's, it's interesting that once we have that understanding in view, no wonder John, when he, he wrote many years later, when yes. he wrote uh, his gospel, and remember, uh, that doesn't mean that his gospel was any, anything less than the other gospels. Uh, uh-huh. They were closer to the time, and yes, they were very accurate. His also was accurate, just that he'd had time to to reflect Process, upon process reflect and, and so yeah, forth yeah and also to 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 share it more widely right, with people yeah. verbally but in in his gospel he says in the beginning John 1 verse 1 he says in the beginning was the word yeah and the word was god and the word was with god and he was with god in the beginning mm. and so in other words <clears throat> the the word was there at the start. Wow. And, and this word, well, who was this word? Well, first of all, what did he do? He yes. was there in the beginning. He is God. He was with God. Through him, all things were made, he says in verse yes. 3. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. So he's not just some sort of part-time ah. creator. He uh-huh. is the creator. Uh, in him was life, verse yes. 4, and that life was the light of all mankind. Wow. Uh, the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. <clears throat> or mm. another way of translating that is the, light, the darkness has not understood it. Right, right. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so, so there's a lot of things that we don't understand about Jesus. Yes. But there's one thing we really need to understand about him. Mm. Uh, and John wants to make this ever so abundantly clear to us. And that yes. is that, that Jesus is the beginning. He yes. is the source. That's he right. is the word. He is the creator. Everything that's been made wasn't made without him. Exactly. Uh, he was the one who made it all. Uh, and so he is verily God. In fact, furthermore, <clears throat> that he didn't want to be at a distance from us. Because yeah. verse 14, he goes on to say, the word, uh-huh. that is speaking about the one who's from the beginning, the creator, right. the word became flesh. And his that's dwelling is among us. Mm. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only son. Yes. That's an interesting term, just like Peter said. Remember? Yeah. Who came from the Father full of grace and truth. Mm. And, and so Jesus, this is talking now about Jesus, because yes. in the context of that and what follows, it becomes abundantly clear that this is who's in view. John the Baptist later on uh, talks about this, this same Jesus as being you know, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, and a bit further on in the same chapter. So this, yes. is, <clears throat> this is clearly uh, Jesus himself that John is talking about. Yeah. And he goes a great length throughout the gospel to point out that Jesus is both creator yes. and maker, but at the same time, he is also our savior. <clears throat> wow. That's now, this amazing. is really important to where we're going because, uh, therefore, if Jesus is the creator, yes. and this is what the gospels declare, then <clears throat> he, he, is, he is the one, he's our maker who has made everything right by taking our place upon the cross. Mm. Uh, he, he is the creator who became part of his creation to yes. save every one of his creatures Yes, <clears throat> and, and has been substituted there for us upon Calvary to set us free. 
Wow. And has won victory over death, <clears throat> victory over the grave, and has risen again. So, mm. so this is very important because uh, this tells us that our Creator is not aloof. He's not a distant. He's not apathetic. He is very much vitally interested in our well-being. Yes. And He loves us so passionately that He would give His infinite and illimitable mm. uh, life that is the source of all life mm-hmm. for each one of us, wow. let alone all of us. Uh, you know, all these creatures down here who make so much mess up in space that alone upon the planet. He, he has taken our mess and he's made it right. Wow. And he's in the process of doing that for each one of us in our lives. Mm. Um, and so it's very important for us to understand that when we talk about, well, what does the Gospels have to say about creation? Right. The Gospels talk about the Creator. That's right. As Jesus. Mm. And the Gospels talk about <clears throat> the Creator come close to us. Now, when, if you want to have, a, this is so important because if you want to have a relationship with someone, yes. you don't want to be like my friend at that point in time in his journey that uh-huh. I was talking about before. Yes, yes. You don't want to leave the person you want to be in relationship with that you're, you're, you're fascinated by, you want to know more about, like he wanted to know more about Jesus. He, he just kept coming back and back to Jesus. There was something more about Jesus right. for this man. Right. And, <clears throat> and, and that's so true for so many of our listeners, I'm sure, as well. Yes. Why is that? It's because we keep coming back to him because that's where we came from. Right, right. Life begins to make sense as to where we came from and where we're going because of his identity. Mm, mm. And and if you want to have a close relationship with someone, you don't leave them enigmatic or mysterious or aloof yes. from yourself. <clears throat> you want to get to know them so closely and personally. And yeah. that's what uh, that's what God wants for us. That's right. He wants to come close to us. He wants to have this relationship with us. And that's really what the Gospels are all about. <clears throat> they're, they're allowing us to, to see God for who yes. he truly is, as a God of love, as a God who, who has made all things yes. and has made us for companionship, and, and for friendship. That's quite amazing. Mm. Mm. So, so this becomes important then as to where we, we go next <clears throat> when we talk about, well, what, is, what do the Gospels then say about creation? Is creation a real thing? Right. Well, already we're starting to see that the Gospels take creation so seriously that it is embedded in the very identity of Christ as creator. Yeah, no, that's quite amazing, Pastor, Pastor Hugh. I think seeing that John chooses to open uh, 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 his book or his Gospel um, and what I mean by his gospel, meaning the the book that he wrote, which was mm. now amongst the gospels, um, uh, with those words in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was uh, the word was with God, and the word mm. was God. Uh, to me, it sounds like he has taken time to process this, and and he said, "Hey, this is the hallmark of everything." Mm. You want to mm. talk about beginning? It all starts with Jesus. <laughs> yes. You want to talk about creation? Well, nothing was created without him. You want to talk about well, where we find our identity, our origins, and everything? Well, there is a creator. So, 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 in sense, in a sense, I'm, I, I, um, I admire uh, uh, the way in which uh, the Book of John is written because truly, it, it leads us back to the Creator, and and the Creator, uh, the Creator is the is the is the is the source. He is the beginning, uh, just like he says himself in, in the book of Revelation, mm. the beginning and the end, right? The Alpha and the Omega. Yes. Like you can't go anywhere uh, without him. And wherever you go, even if you choose to go in circles, you have to come back to him just like your friend who just wanted to keep coming back. Mm. But I think though, I, I love how you have, um, uh, uh, <clears throat> I guess, uh, also led us into uh, this um, uh, need for us to actually uh, not just hang around but actually make that commitment to actually wanting to know him. Yes. Like, like, hey, we shouldn't just be satisfied mm. with knowing, okay, well, yes, okay, so the Gospels do talk about creation, but hey, let's, let's get to know the Creator. Um, yes. Because after all, uh, what I'm getting from this is that, well, mm. John establishes that as the foundation and the basis for, of, of everything that he writes. Uh, and so really, yeah, it's quite amazing. Let's get to know him because after all, he is the beginning of all things. Mm, yeah. He is. Well, you know, it's really well expressed, I think, later on in the New Testament, not just right. in the Gospels, but also by the Apostle Paul. Okay. Because, you know, Paul, <clears throat> time and again, whether it's in Romans or whether it's in Colossians or whether it's uh, in, in, well, might have been Paul that wrote Hebrews or whoever right. wrote right. Hebrews. Okay. Uh, and, and, uh, and by the way, we know it's first century book. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got the evidence in for that. But, yeah. but the fact is that that wherever you read these different letters of the Apostle Paul, right. he wasn't two-faced or two, two-tongued uh-huh. or split-tongued in his declarations. Right. Uh, 
you know, it's like like maybe <laughs> I might get in trouble <laughs> saying this, but but like a you know certain uh, religious leaders in, in our time today in the yeah. modern world who, yeah. who will say one thing to one audience and then uh-huh. say one thing to another, or write something to one audience and write another thing to another. Right. Um, he would what he had to say was uh-huh. was unified. Okay. It it was. It was uh, it was harmonious, and so he, he what he wrote to the um, Ephesians is what he wrote to the Colossians is what he wrote to the Romans, and it was simply this yeah. that that uh, Jesus is the Creator, <clears throat> wonderful, and, and that he he has uh, recreated us, yes, and and redeemed us by his creative power, wonderful, and by taking upon himself uh, the the crushing weight against the life of creation that right. is sin. And extinguishing and expunging its power, and 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 not only doing that, but also um, uh, with renewed resurrection power, giving mm. us the life that had, that had been lost, the eternal life that he meant for all every single one of us. And so, in Colossians chapter one, for example, he says here, "For God was pleased to have all His fullness dwell in Him." Who's that? Wow. The Son. Uh, verse son. 15 says this is the Son. He's the image of the invisible God, the firstborn right. over all creation. Right. Uh, for in Him all things were created. Mm. Um, so he's saying the that's same thing a, as John, amazing. isn't yeah. it? And, all and things. All things. Wow. Everything. Yeah. And everyone. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and, and, and through him, verse 20, to reconcile to himself all things. Wow. So he made all things, and now he's reconciling all things to mm. himself. Whether things on earth or the mess in heaven. Right. By making peace <laughs> through his blood shed yes. on the cross. Wow. And so we can see how it all pulls together. And, the, and he goes on to say that all things uh, are from him and, and through him and mm. hold together in him yeah. uh, is what we read there in Colossians chapter 1. Wow. If you want to make sense of life, yes. uh, then you need to know the life giver. Mm. Uh, and the one who who gives us our life back twice. Yes, uh, and that's Jesus who's done it for us at the cross. That's quite amazing. Um, now, is this also what I mean? It's, let me put it this way: <clears throat> It's not just get this. It's not just uh, what Jesus says about himself. Jesus, remember, wow. Jesus said he said to those who were interrogating him at mm. the time yeah. back in his day, he said, "Now, um, you know, as you know, you know, you, you do not uh, do not just simply take the testimony of a person, uh-huh. uh, but rather you establish a testimony by the the, the witness of." Uh, by by two or three witnesses. Yes. Well, there's no stronger witness Uh than the witness not just of our friends, but of our enemies. Mm -hmm. You don't just believe, well, someone says, well, I'm a good person. I didn't do that. Well, (laughs) uh, let me just ask around a little bit about that. You know, uh, and and don't just take the friend's testimony. You take the enemy's testimony as well. Mm -hmm. And if the enemy says something good about someone, that's probably very much likely to be true, right? That's right. So you've got some evidence, right, Pastor Hugh? I do. And and so, for example, (laughs) Satan. What does Satan say about Jesus? Yeah, let's hear it. Well, Mm. for example, in Matthew 4 and verse 3, there's a really unusual testimony. He says, says, during the temptation, of Christ, Satan said, if you are the son of God, command that these stones become bread. In other mm. words, if you're God, create. That's quite amazing. Make. Yeah. Right? yeah. And so he's tempting Jesus yes. by the very power that Jesus has to make things. Jesus is the creator. He right. can do that if right. he so wills. Yes. Um, and so Satan was challenging Christ to, to duplicate in miniature form yes. um, you know, the instantaneous or the immediate power of creation, the, mm. the, the fiat or the, the ability to command and to make things, the, wow. the ex nihilo power or the power to, to, to make something out of nothing. Mm. Um, and, uh, and so... Uh, in other words, Satan was challenging Jesus yes. on the basis of you're the creator. Right. So I'm going to tempt you on the basis of the fact that you are the creator. Yeah. And for him to do that, Satan himself must have believed that, that Jesus was able to do it and that he himself is the creator. Yeah. It's like me asking, if you are you, yeah. show me your ID card, right? I mean, I'm just, <clears throat> obviously that's a. Sure. Hang on. I'll just grab it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know, it's a very loose uh, illustration, but yeah. still. Uh, um, one thing that I'm just getting out of this verse, Pastor Hugh, is the fact mm. that Satan would not have asked that question if there was not a belief, mm. and a, um, hopefully you get where I'm heading, to ask that question, there was a presupposition, yeah. there was a belief, there was a, a, a solid um, claim out there that truly Christ was mm. The son of God. That's right. He was the creator himself. So otherwise, mm. that question would have been irrelevant, right? It would have been true. Like, why would you ask such a question? What are you talking about, Satan? <laughs> exactly. Why would you come at me with that? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And but, so Jesus yeah, doesn't rebuke him for saying that. Right. <clears throat> Rather, instead, he, he turns him back towards the word. Jesus had a very wow. high uh, uh, admiration and, 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 and placed the, the word of God, the Bible, yeah. which yeah. was at the time the Old Testament. <clears throat> he had a very high estimation of it. Right. And, right. and so. Um, so Jesus didn't rebuke 
him for saying he's the creator. Yes. Neither did, by the way, when he was resurrected after yes. the cross and after the resurrection. And, and uh, Thomas comes up to him and says, oh, my Lord and my God. That's right. And Jesus didn't say, hey, snap out of it, Thomas. Of course I'm not God. You know, I'm just created like you. No, That's he right. didn't do that. He didn't mm. rebuke him. He didn't yeah. uh, seek to change his mind. He simply yeah. accepted that for what it was. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, he also had a lot to dif- say at different points in time to yes. to the people of that time. And remember, the people he was mixing with mostly were Jewish people. Yes. Now, if you were to come to any particular culture on the face of the earth mm. uh, back in those days and claim that you were God, the last place that you'd probably go to to do that would be amongst That's the right. Jewish people, yeah. right? That's right. Because they'd say, what? Get out. They'd laugh you out of town or they would start to pick up stones. Yeah. And they'd start to throw them at you until you were dead Uh, because that would be in fulfillment of the law that they had, the law of Moses at the time. Mm. So, so Mm. in other words, (laughs) Jesus came to such a a group of people, uh, believers in the, in the one true God and claimed to be verily equal with God. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, And get this out of that. The church was born. Wow. So all the first believers were Jews. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and all the apostles were Jews. That's right. Uh, Jesus himself was a was Jew. A, yeah, that's you know? right. And that's, so it's fascinating yeah, to me yeah. that, that all of that was born out of a culture mm. and out of a time and place where it was the most unlikely thing to, to take hold and root would be for him to, to, for people to believe that he was the creator. Um, and, and, but he also had to say, well, look, <clears throat> or said at different points that, you know, I am uh-huh. the bread of life. I am the light of the world. Or he would say, uh, <clears throat> I, uh, uh, before Abraham was, I am. That's right. And so, in other words, he was saying, "I am the great I am that I am. I, I'm the self-existent one. I am the God of all creation." Yes. Uh, and but without saying it necessarily directly, exactly. but being very clear about what he was saying, nonetheless. Yes. Uh, and and then, uh, but but that's what he had to say about himself. Yes. <clears throat> others said that he was also God. That's Paul right. after him, and many yes. others. But it's not just what you say about yourself; it's what you do. That's right. And so uh, I can see that you you got yeah. the trigger finger there ready to go. So maybe when we come back, yes. we can talk about some things that Jesus did That's right. that shows him to be the creator. The creator. And, and, and having a very high view of what the yes. Bible, the Old Testament has to say uh-huh. about creation. And maybe we might even tease out some of the things that he may have said that truly uh, show that he believed in the creation yes. story. That's right. Uh, because I think that's also very relevant I think it uh, is. for us today. Yes. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Hey, dear friend, what a wonderful discussion and study uh, from Pastor Hugh. I am pretty sure, like you, I'm almost like out of my seats. I'm so excited because what we are learning is so profound. Now, I'd just like to remind you once again that you will need the number 04888-808-11 in order to claim the free giveaway, and that is coming shortly. We've got this wonderful, great book, uh, a temple um, temple of time uh, and uh, we'll tell you how to get that book sorry I just read there the song to come rather the book is where is the evidence uh, going <laughs> but the song that is coming up is temple of time but hey if you want to get that book um, uh, where is the evidence going please stay with us we'll be right back shortly and I'll let you know how to get that free offer for you and we'll mail that to your mailbox and so you don't have to do anything but do what I'm about to tell you immediately after the break. But let's come to the song, uh, Temple of Time by Matt, uh, and Josie as we, as we, as we take time to really think about what Pastor Yu had just shared. Hey, we'll be right back. Enjoy. God took six days and created Earth and moon and stars and sun On the seventh day He rested From the work that He had done Then He blessed it, made it holy As a gift for every man To remind us where we came from just how this world began Holy day, purified, set apart, sanctified Enter into joy divine in a temple made of time See Him worship on the Sabbath as His weekly custom 
International is coming to Brighton, Seventh-day Adventist Church on Saturday the 18th of March 2023. You're invited to hear Dr. Ron Neller expose the absolute bankruptcy of evolutionary ideas. At 11am, my journey from evolutionist to creationist. At 2pm, false teachers in the contemporary world. Your dinner is provided at... The Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church, 10 Amelia Street, Hove, right here in Adelaide. Really look forward to catching up with you. Dear friend, the book, once again, which we're giving away is Genesis and Science. Where is the evidence going by Leonard Bland? Uh, if you're interested, all you need to do is text to us the, the code word SA108. SA108. If you send that, the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for the necessary details and then we'll be able to send that to you right to your mailbox. If, especially if you live in South Australia, please uh, send us your postcode as well. That would be much uh, helpful. So once again, uh, that is uh, Where is the Evidence Going? Genesis and Science by Leonard uh, Bland. If you are interested, all you need to do is send that code word to us. So that number zero four triple eight eight zero eight, And the code word SA108, just like the abbreviated South Australia, uh, SA and then 108. SA108, please do so and we'll make sure that that gets to you right soon, right in time. Let's come to, uh, now talking about time. Time is, is part of creation. Hey, let's talk about, uh, creation once again. Welcome. Mm-hmm. This is the Faith of Him, Draft Time Big. Uh, Q&A with Fabiano Nyonghuru and Pastor Hugh here in the studio. The theme has been the church and creation in a post-biblical era, but the question t- for today is, what do the Gospels say about bl- biblical creation? We've unpacked that a little bit, and we've seen how Jesus is the creator, and we've seen what mm. John had to say, we've seen what uh, uh, the apostles had to say, we've even seen what uh, the enemy of Christ had to say, now we want to take this a, a bit further, Pastor Hugh, in the yes. few minutes that we have left. <laughs> mm. So, yeah, we, we said something just before we went to the break that you were going to touch on some of his acts, right? Yes, uh, that's, his that's right. Yeah. That's right. Let me hasten to say, though, very quickly that, that what we're talking about today uh-huh. is what the Gospels have to say about creation. Right. And and they point out that Jesus is the creator. Yes. And then from there we can talk about, well, what did Jesus as the one that's extolled as the creator by the Gospels have to say about the creation itself? Yes. Um, but... Look, if you're if you're tuning in today to find out, well, what is what what is the truth about this creation evolution debate, like the ad uh-huh. we just heard a few moments ago, yes. or, or if you're wanting to to find out, well, <clears throat> what does the Bible have to say, uh, you know, vis-a-vis science and so on? Yes, uh, this is not the broadcast for that you should necessarily be tuning in. Yes, we're glad you are, uh-huh. but you might like to after this to go back to Faith FM online right. and and uh, look at the various many different subjects where this these these different topics are covered in detail. <clears throat> in mm. detail, that's, that's right. right. Yeah. Uh, and furthermore, where where uh, you know the basis of who Jesus is historically, 
Yes. Uh, and, and prophetically, yes. as well as in terms of the resurrection and, and mm. within history, yes. uh, are also explored at, at some great length as well. Yes. So Wonderful. we're just simply taking the Bible as it reads today. Yes. Uh, and we've also talked about the reliability of the Bible elsewhere in our, our broadcast. Right. So yes. <clears throat> if you wanting, if you got those questions, don't write off what we're saying today. Simply ah. go back and listen to those presentations before. Okay. Wonderful. So before we were talking about, um, well, what did Jesus' enemies say? What did he say about himself? What does the Bible say about Jesus? Yes. Clearly, all of these have come back and said uh, he, he's more than just mm. uh, a teacher. He's yes. actually the creator. That's right. Uh, but get this. <clears throat> his acts also point this out as well. Yes. So, so Jesus would actually go about healing people, and he would do it out of, out of nothing. He would just simply touch them, or he'd speak a word, or he'd, he'd, he'd will it to be done, and that very hour it would be so. Uh, and so immediately, just like the creation took place when God spoke and all things came into being, as it's described there in, in Genesis, <clears throat> uh, Jesus spoke. Spoke, and people that were blind be- could see, the deaf could uh, could hear, the the mute could speak. Uh, lepers became whole. Uh, he created food out of nothing, or out of just a few little pieces of food. Suddenly, there was there were many baskets of food that could feed thousands of people. These miraculous acts were creative mm. acts. These are the acts of a creator. Uh, and one of the most uh, profound ones, I think, uh, we could refer to is where in John chapter nine, <clears throat> Jesus is is walking along and. As he walks along, they see a man that was blind from birth. And so the question is raised, well, how come he's blind? And Jesus sort of gets to the point by saying, well, um, it's not not his fault that he's blind. It's not his parents' fault that he's blind. But look what God's going to do for this man. And, And we see today... What, what many of his followers have done in bringing sight to the blind. Yes. But he was our, the original example of that. That's right. Because there in John chapter 9, <clears throat> he, he spits on the ground <laughs> and he takes the dirt and he, and that's na- made into mud yes. with the saliva and he put it on the man's eyes. Mm. <clears throat> now, if I was the ah. guy, I think, ooh, what are you doing to me? Yeah. You know, but, <laughs> but he said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam. And he did that. He washed and he came home seeing. Wow. Yeah. Now, what does that mean? Why why would Jesus do such an exotic act to heal a heal a guy so he could no longer yeah, could yeah. see? Well, he was exemplifying the uh-huh. creator's work in Genesis. Mm-hmm. Because in Genesis uh, in Genesis chapter 2, God formed man out of the dust of the earth. Uh-huh. And, and, and and so in forming man out of the dust of the earth, uh, he did so uh, with his very breath that came from his mouth. Yes. Jesus took it a step further. He took the the very uh, the very moisture within his mouth. Right. right. Uh, and and he applied it to the man's eyes. And and to the earth itself, from which the man, mm. from man, which mankind has originally come from, and so right. he was reforming and recreating this man as, as he, uh, uh, so that he could be optimally able to live out wow. his life, yeah. <clears throat> be able to see again. So so this is the act of the creator and the recreator. Mm. And, wow. and if Jesus can do that for that man, yes. <clears throat> think about what he can do for you and me That's in right. recreating our uh, a right spirit within us yes. or starting a whole new life for us That's today. Right. Definitely. Uh, now. Mm. What did Jesus himself say then about the creation? <clears throat> so as the creator, he could speak uh, authoritatively about the creation. Exactly. That's and so right. Jesus, uh, very quickly now, because uh-huh. time is very much against us, uh, imagine what it was like for him when he was creating in six days. Time <laughs> That's was right. definitely against him. Uh, but <clears throat> but uh, Jesus' view of creation was very clear. Uh-huh. Uh, so he has a very high view. Uh, and in fact, we know that he referenced the creation many times. For example, he, he talked about Adam. Yes. In, in Matthew 19, verse, oh, right. verse 4, he said, Have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And said, Therefore a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Mm-hmm. Now, the interesting. interesting thing here is that Jesus is quoting from Genesis 1 and Genesis 2. Wow. <clears throat> now, there are those in, in the world today who would yes. try and claim, well, Genesis 1 and Genesis 2 are contradictory. Yeah. They're not complementary. They don't fit together. Jesus is yeah. saying, oh, I take umbrage with that because exactly. actually um, <clears throat> they, they are highly complementary. And yes. and he validates both of them as Wonderful. one uh, harmonious continuous story of creation, mm-hmm. uh, just with different uh, different points of focus, but the yeah. same story. <clears throat> and and likewise, he talks about Abel, uh-huh. you know, the son of Adam and Eve, and, and he talks about how he was killed. Uh, he talks about Cain as the one who did it yeah. in Matthew twenty three. Uh, in Matthew twenty four, he talks about Noah, <clears throat> and he says, "For as the days of Noah in verse thirty seven, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. Wow. For as in those days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day." 
when Noah entered the ark, and they were unaware until the flood came and swept them all away. <clears throat> so he believed in the flood. So he believed in the flood. Wow. He, he believed in, in the creative uh, work of God there yeah. in, in the Garden of Eden. Interesting. <clears throat> he, he believed in Adam and Eve. Yes. Uh, he believed, yes, in the flood. He believed in Noah. Wow. Uh, he believed in the fall mm. uh, into sin. <clears throat> um, and uh, clearly he okay. believed in Abraham. He believed in Lot. He believed in Sodom. He believed yes. in Gomorrah. Uh, Luke chapter wow. 17, verse mm-hmm. 28 says, Likewise, this is Jesus speaking, just yes. as it was in the days of Lot. <clears throat> they were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But on the day when Lot went out from Sodom, fire and sulfur rained from heaven and destroyed them all. So shall it be on the day when the Son of Man comes. So in wow. other words, <clears throat> Jesus is saying, I'm going to draw from the examples of the flood. Yes. And I'm going to draw from the example of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. Two of the most disputed uh, stories by those who, who just can't bring themselves to believe the Bible. Mm, yeah. <clears throat> not, not necessarily because of the weight of evidence, That's right. but simply because, well, in many instances, uh, just an unwillingness mm. to, to really weigh it up. Yeah. Uh, perhaps accurately. Uh, look, I'm not saying that there are those who, who still are in the valley of decision and, and need to come to a decision one way or the other at some yes. point in time. <clears throat> but Jesus uses these stories and he says, on the basis of these stories, yeah. speaking of them as fact, yes. so shall it be when I come again wow. at the second coming. So we've got a lot to learn from that. Mm. So, yeah, so Jesus is mm. not just looking back in time in the past yeah. and yeah. using it illustratively or metaphorically. He's using yeah. it literally and, and, and factually to yes. point out that it has ramifications right to his day wow. and also that it has a very real mm. uh, consequence to our lives now as we look towards the future and the future promise he has for us for the day when he will return once again. That's right. um, so, so Jesus says that Genesis has continuing relevance, mm. not just to his time, but to our time and yeah. until the end of time. Wow, that's yeah. quite amazing. Yeah. Oh, time, time. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pastor Hugh, I was just so immersed in what you were saying. I even forgot to look at the time. Well, unless if you have uh, one final thought, but hey, uh, time he, is against he, us. Here is one final okay, thought. Okay, one final thought. Matthew nineteen fourteen. Right. He says, and, sorry, verse 4, sorry. He says, have you not read that he who created them from the beginning made them male and female? And he, he's pointing out there that <clears throat> that uh, we should not seek necessarily to be divorced, but right. that, that marriage is God's ultimate idea. Wow, that's quite uh, amazing. And and so he's and he talks about male and female in marriage. Yes. So you know that's that has a huge you know, uh, relevance to topics that's today. Right, that's right. And, and Jesus was uh, going back to creation and back to Genesis mm. uh, to point out the how important this was to that's society right. and and to human relationships, uh, and that he believed it to be true. Amen. Let us pray together. Father in heaven, we are so thankful that we could learn about uh, what Scripture has to say, even the New Testament, what it has to say about creation. Help us to uh, believe in what your word has to say and lead us and guide us closer to Jesus. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.
like you.